Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 435. We are at podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And I just realized I forgot to change the episode title within um, our, our monk here up here. Which, on the same token, I kind of made the same mistake um, in our notes. The funny thing is, when I was doing the outline, I'm copying and pasting everything. I'm just like, why does this look all duplicated? And I realized I'm editing not the current outline, but last week's. So I had to flip them around and I forgot to change the friggin' numbers. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. When I think I have everything figured out, I don't. Oops. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it happens, it happens. Alright, I just want to make a bit of an adjustment here. And good. Episode looks nice. Title looks great. One thing I miss about actual studio, um, OBS Studio, when you put the graphics on here and all of that, it kind of auto-adjusts itself, but it doesn't, whereas with Streamlabs, when you put st images on here, you have an idea where everything's going because it tells you how many pixels up, down, left, right you are, whereas with OBS Studio, you just got to throw an overlay, like a grid, and just throw it up there and hope for the best. Everything is centered as it should be. But there's a couple of plugins on there I would love to use on Streamlabs. Don't know if it'll work, but I might have to play around with it and see what the hell happens. So, anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Eh. Yeah. Well, then. I, 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 I'm sorry. I guess everyone's having a bad day. All right, I think everyone's having a meh day. Okay, I think we can call it a night and cancel the show. <laughs> I will drink to that. You may drink to that, but you're not getting away that easily. <laughs> Gee. Like, you need a reason to drink. <sighs> Ooh, she, he's got you there. Not on work nights. I'm going to stop some of us. Nope. But I'm responsible because I don't like getting up in the morning as it is. Hold on for one second. I'm going to go. I'm going to go open my door and look up out the sky. Because you say responsible. I'm going to go see if I see any flying pigs. <laughs> a shoe. Heart. Mm hmm. It's not like I don't need to plan with you at some point this weekend to come into the city and do a drinking tour. But anyway. Well, I thought, I thought plans were going to be out into. I thought I was coming out that way to drink with you. Well, yeah, that's uh, this weekend. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm talking about a different weekend. Uh, okay. All right. I'm 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 down with that. Uh, anywho, uh, we are live tonight. Uh, week of June, January 28th, 2020, here on The Voice. June, I wish. I know, right? We're live here on Twitch TV, uh, live here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. 
Uh, you can interact with us at live.bugnetwork.com. You can find us at Twitch slash Anime Jam Session. Twitch slash Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. Thank you to the amazing people that are hosting us and other amazing people that are also hosting our feed tonight. And <clears throat> you can also find us on Discord. That's uh, vognetwork.com slash Discord. You come on in. All affiliated shows on the Vogue Network are there with their own chat room. So come by, hang out, drop some news. We'd appreciate to hear from you. And... Theo mentioned something about weird sound coming from the pipes. I don't know if it's his pipes or me, because I just readjusted the microphone so that no one can hear the little radiator that's underneath. Okay, it's on his side. The heater, even though it's like 41 degrees out, but it's more like 31 when you're in a basement studio. What can you do? (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. All right. So... We're going to go around the room um, and ask everyone about how was your week, how was your day. Um, Maka, we'll kick things off with you because you haven't been here for a while, Winch. Yeah, I know. Um, I did end up getting yet another cold. Mm. So, um, yeah, because this was my third one in less than three months, I did decide to actually go and... uh, get some meds this time so that is why i was out last week because the meds i was on made me very very loopy Mm. um just nothing in them just really really extra strength like it had double dose of dimatap i'm a a double dose of robitussin and a double dose of sudafed in one dose of what i was taking So, yeah, kind of loopy. Um, but, yeah, other than that, just, uh, you know, cleaning up from Christmas, mm. finally. And uh, rearranging the living room a little bit, just to make it a little bit more accessible, kitchen-wise. Instead of having to walk all the way through my living room to get to the rest of the kitchen stuff. Mm. Um, but other than that, as you can see from the uh, picture on our Twitch, I went and got a tattoo today. Um, my birthday gift to myself. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, so um, it's art from It's Birdie. Um, he does a full series of uh, Pokemon in their evolution hoodies. He has the full set of evolutions, so eventually I will have the entire evolution set on my leg, uh, complete with, you know, background to tie everything in together. Um... But I figured I would do it this week, so um, next week I'm not in pain for my actual birthday. <laughs> well, you know, I'm looking at that. I just realized I would I would need a hoodie of the most angsty uh, Pokemon of them all. So probably uh, Sneasel. I mean, of the Eevees. Of the Eevees, yeah. the angsty Eevee. The most ang the one that's like I hate all. None of them are like that. They're all happy and peaceful and wide-eyed and cute. Yeah, the evolutions are all the cute ones. I mean, the way but the way Jolteon acts, you think that's like the living embodiment of Sasuke. That's true. I mean, yeah, Jolteon's definitely a, you know, I will kick your ass and enjoy it kind of thing. Bingo. But yeah, Umbreon is my favorite. That's why I started with uh, this duo. Um, my next one will be the 
uh, original three evolutions, and then we'll go on from there. So I'm really excited. And uh, now to save up for the next set. <laughs> Sweet. Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Oh, well, let's see. I uh, went to a Royal Rumble party yes, on the Sunday night. I am so sorry. Well, yeah, the, the, the men's Rumble match started out shit, but then it got good because Brock Lesnar got eliminated and it could actually be a Royal Rumble match and not just put one or two guys in there with Brock and just have them throw them out. Sort of like that one time with WCW World War Three, where everybody banded together to, to get the giant out of the ring, so... Which I think happened again in a Royal Rumble where everyone tried to get the big show out of the ring. Anyway, uh, my friends had uh, had a pool going, for, you know, yeah, for uh, eliminations, like who would be left in it. And uh, I was part of the 15-man pool, which is like mm -hmm. everyone, like 15 people get two entries, which is, uh, you know, just chosen at random. And uh, I ended up winning my pool, so I got 150 bucks. Nice. Nice. And I asked this, having no luck at this, or this sort of thing, because I saw like, my entry was Drew McIntyre. I'm like... Because I didn't think I would win, and then, oh well, I actually won money. That doesn't happen to me. And uh, well, let's let's see what else. Uh, yeah, playing through more of a Pokemon Sh Pokemon Shield, and just general work stuff. Mm -hmm. I Did manage to go food shopping the other day, and uh, picked up, among other things, you know, cans of seltzer because they're actually pretty good. Yeah, right. Right? Hmm. So, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Word of advice. Target and Walmart would usually have the best deals on cans of seltzer. I mean, I have five cases right now. I'm not saying they're all open, but four are in my fridge. One is sitting out because there's no room, and two of those cases are like have like two cans left or something like that, so... I don't know what, how to target this, but if you, but if you you know reserve your groceries from Walmart and uh, they substitute things in it, you can you can you can say I had a problem like this is not what I wanted it got substituted and we're like okay fine we'll we'll pull the uh, charge back on it you can keep the, keep it if you want. Well, I think I think um, if I do the pickup there, I think there's an option for substitution, but I only do that if I know I have to pick up a lot of stuff and I'm in a bit of a rush because most of them I pick up like. No more than four things, and just go straight to the checkout. Mm -hmm. They like when I did it, it was like minimum order thirty dollars, mm. and I ended up getting like almost ten bucks back because I'm like, like substitution, substitution, substitution. Like, okay, your money's been refunded. You can do whatever you want with the product now. I mean, yeah, is that guarantee? I guess it's money back guarantee. So you know, hey, mm -hmm. I, I get that. I mean, one place I worked at where you did with groceries. If they didn't have the item, they would give you, a, like, the next one up as a substitution. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, hey, I think that's a good deal, but, you know. All right, so, my weekend day has been pretty good. Work's been good, and word is starting to slowly travel around um, that I do a podcast, and I, I basically say, I sit here with two of my geeky friends, and we just... 
talk about anime and stuff for like 90 minutes at a at, at a best and we all tend to rant one way or another me more than anybody else but um, <laughs> yeah. and that I'm a cosplayer like one of the managers in my team um one of her friends is going to Catacon and I'm just like I wonder if we have the same friend you know but it it, it wasn't it wasn't but you know um Friday a bunch of us went out to work to celebrate one of our bosses. He was first he was my manager, but now he's the manager for the whole for both teams. He just been promoted to director, so you know. And things have been pretty good, so. Uh what else has been going on? I'm trying to think. I'm um I think that's basically is it. Um I've been saying I want to get into try to say, I try to say this week I'm gonna catch up with some gaming, but I've been watching TV and I've been editing stuff for the podcast, like the video and stuff. So now, now the end credits say copyright 2020 on it. All right, <laughs> and I I would I need to update the main our, our cover page on Facebook, but I keep forgetting, and it's like I was gonna do it last night. And I was like, oh. Because looking at that, I don't think that's going to be the list of um of conventions we're doing this year. So we need not to get people's hopes up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's basically been our weekend day. Uh, next up is I like to call Geek Life, whereas it's just like what we used to do weekly Geek Swag, but we're just gonna talk about outside non anime stuff that we've been up to or something we want to share and stuff like that. So. I think we'll skip Mako because I think she covered that during her weekend day. <laughs> so, uh, Ari, what have you been up to? Well, like I said, I finished up Pokemon uh, mm-hmm. Shield, like oh, the story and the post game stuff. Yeah. If you saw my personal Facebook, I uh, I post I shared my footage of uh, my gameplay footage of fighting Leon and his hype to hell and back Charizard. Mm. I one shotted him. Nice. So nice. Because I was like, you know, getting things through a surprise trade where you just pick some, uh, you pick some offal in your uh, box and like have have it shipped off to someone at random who does the same thing and they'll, and you could get pretty much anything. Yeah. And I finally get like, like, I see a freaking Larvitar come in. They're like, okay, wow, that's pseudo legendary. It's, you know, it's a rock type, which is a, Four times damage against fire firing. I'm like, I found my char- my anti Charizard equation, and I even named him Anizard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you know, played through the post game, and I got to go to the battle tower and all do all that good stuff. That's that comes later though. Um, while I was looking around, like clean up, I, f- I found uh, this little comic book, which I have to, uh, which I forgot I bought, and I uh, have to sit down and read again. Is that Tesla in the front? It is, yes, the Five Fists of Science, and the main protagonists are Nikola Tesla and his best friend Samuel Longhorn Clemens. There was a movie that came out, like, between August and August and October last year. It had Tesla, Edison, and a couple of others. I think Tobey Maguire was in it. And I really wanted to see that film, but I can't remember the name of it. I, I, I probably just IMDb search the name mm-hmm. and probably will end up finding it so you know yeah I, I remember ordering it because you know it's tesla and fuck edison 
but yeah, hey. I put it somewhere and just forgot about it. I'm like, when I was like, you know, fucking around my printer, seeing what's wrong with it, I'm like, oh yeah, remember I bought this. I understand, fuck Edison, but just remember, he put your, he put your state on the map, so. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's the good thing to uh, be happy about. What did he do? He made Jersey a name. <laughs> well, that or, you know, what is, what's Jersey? You know that hunky smell of stench right by Staten Island? Yeah, that's Jersey. Uh, Just but saying. Yet, but yeah, that's all. That's the kind of nerdy shit I've been into. Cool. Um, for me, basically, you know, I've been working on some stuff for the podcast, trying to fix up the videos and stuff. There's a couple of things else I want to do, but I'm just playing around with it. I install uh, Vegas Pro, which some of you know as Sony Vegas, which now is Magic Vegas, so I can one play around with it and use it to edit the end credits, but I couldn't get it to work the way I want it to, so went back to Corel. I might fire up Premiere and just kind of play around with that and see how that goes, because I like the end credits where it's all caps except for the first word, first letter of each word. It looks a lot nicer, you know. But for basic edits, I love, I mean, Premiere is good, but when it comes to just adding graphics here and there, I'm just like, what the f am I doing? Let me go to the YouTubes. Um, I've also been catching up with a TV show called The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell. It's really good. I mean, I, I, I mean, I look at it as well. If you like 50s fashion and the style and the attitude, and if you like comedians like Lucille Ball, for, answer, for instance, and I know Lucille Ball's, com it wasn't really a, a stand-up comedian per se, but if you, to me, that's sort of like that style. So I really enjoy that, you know. So I've been marathoning that, like, for the la basically off and on all of last week and this weekend. Even though I said I was going to catch up with My Hero Academia, which will probably happen probably next weekend. Um, I have a new photo project in the works. I will not be revealing that for another few weeks because I'm putting together people to help me, you know, pull this project off. And I'm kind of excited about it, so... More details to come. Uh, and that's basically has been it, except for the bottle of blue cheese dressing sitting on my dinner table behind me. Mm -hmm. It's worried, isn't it? Not really. Uh, housekeeping news. Uh, don't forget, you can find all of our episodes on Anchor FM. And because of that, there's a difference. What, we used to, what I used to do was upload it to our server... Maybe within a couple of hours, it get picked up by uh, FeedBurner, and the episodes would go out. Now, with Anchor FM, once the episode is up and processed, it's available immediately. So, it'll be up on our feed, like, basically within the hour. It's like, maybe about within, like, 30 minutes after we do our show, the episode will be up for everyone to listen to, and it'll be linked on our website. And on our Facebook page within 24 hours. All the old episodes are now up. And because of Anchor, you can find us on many more sites. Um, I will be adding a couple more links on there. So definitely you want to check that out. So that makes it so much easier to spread the good word. And also we have here, uh, don't forget, uh, our, our very own Wild Spice is still taking bookings for Capsicon. 
Send her an email at hello at Wild Spice Photography and book your slots. I think she only has Saturday left open, so you definitely want to jump in on that. All right. Next up is the hot topic. Now, wait, hold. There we go. For some reason, I'm going next, and the whole thing just disappeared on, on the control screen here, but everything is back. Now, I'm bringing the hot topic back because I want to hear Mako-chan's uh, views on this. They're probably similar to ours, but even though on last week's show, you had the opinion of two guys discussing he got clothing, but I always feel that, you know, we got to hear male and female opinions on this regardless because... We may all agree, we may not, oh, we may all agree, we may not, but I just feel we need to hear all sides on that. Um, you really want my opinion on this? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I gave you an article to go along with that, if you if you kindly don't mind. Oh, so I'm reading this article, too? Yeah. While you do that, I'm going to grab a can of seltzer. I'll be right back. Uh, so it looks like three different anime conventions are banning uh, attendees from wearing the Ahego print clothing, citing reasons such as feedback from staff, attendees, guests, and the industry, and the social climate for the ban. Um, obviously, it refers to items such as t-shirts or hoodies that bear multiple cropped images taken from various hentai Dojin of characters making the coming face. <laughs> um, so it looks like Colorado Anime Fest became the first convention to officially announce the ban. Uh, mm -hmm. They will not permit the clothing or similar clothing with graphic sexual imagery to be worn on the convention floor. Uh, the next day, Anime will, uh, Anime Milwaukee announced a similar change to their costume and clothing policy. And then it looks like Anime Detour also went ahead and banned the style and print. Um, my opinion is, I want a fucking skirt of this. <laughs> you can get them. I know I can get them, but I would definitely, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, cum faces. You don't see anything. It's just, you know, I don't know. I, I think yeah. the ban on it is a little weird, but, you know, whatever. See, that's why we wanted your opinion, you know? Well, you're talking to the person that has a shit ton of hentai on her computer, I don't forget that one infamous shirt you wore. We all have a shit ton of hentai in our yeah. computers. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not gonna knock it at all. I mean, I had plenty of um, various uh, hentai parties, mm -hmm. hentai viewing parties. So I, I can't say that it's, you know, bannable for mm -hmm. me. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely would love to find some fabric and make myself a skirt because I doubt the skirts that are out there are going to be in my size. 
but what about what are your thoughts on the the, the conventions itself um, putting a ban on it? I mean, every convention has banned something, right. and the reasoning is because of most of them being child-friendly conventions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. At that point, you know, I kind of get it. But at the same time, there's absolutely nothing graphic in the prints. Um, Freaking one of the um, one of the landings with the NASA guy mm-hmm. that had a shirt like this. Yep. And it was on TV publicly. You know, this isn't a brand new thing. It's just becoming more popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, if a convention bans it, a convention bans it. You yeah. kind of have no choice in the matter, but I find it a little weird because there is nothing graphic. And you know what? I absolutely agree. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think we briefly discussed that NASA guy on our show once. Yeah, and, we did. Yeah, and, and Didn't he, his girlfriend buy it for him? It was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, his girlfriend either bought yeah, or made the, it. The internet blew up about it. It's like, oh, look, he's, you know, misogynistic. He's portraying women in this fashion, yet his girlfriend was the one that bought it for him. Which came after the fact or something like that. Now, you know, I understand where they're coming from in regards to that. And I get that. I just don't agree. As like I said last week, I don't fully agree on the ban, but I understand why conventions are doing it. I still say you should be allowed to wear it later in the evening when all the little kids are at home or up in the room. Looking at the mm-hmm. design of these faces, to me, it, it doesn't look that bad. But I can understand to a parent or that may see this and be like, what is that? Or a young child be like, what is it? I get that. And I understand why. I would just say instead of a blanket ban, make some get some type of agreement like mutual decision or something like that. I mean, I just find it weird only because obviously if you know you can wear it out in public, which you can, then it's public clothing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I'm wearing it, say, in the hotel, are they going to ban me from the convention mm-hmm. because I happen to be wearing it in the hotel? Now, here's a catch. Yeah. Now, 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 just... yeah here, here's a catch. I don't think this would happen, but let's say for the sake of argument, like, the conve- it's a closed hotel, meaning the convention has full control of the con. I mean, of the location. Of the hotel. Yeah. The- I don't see this happening where they're telling you, oh, since you're part of the convention and the hotel, you have to change your shirt. I don't see that happening, but it, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if a convention tried. Now, the now, pushback from banning it might be worse than the pushback from actually people wearing it. Yeah, it's like I said, if a bunch of people say they're not going to go, let it be. Because that frees up tickets for people who want to go. Mm-hmm. Now, as Nemesis47 says here in our chat room at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, I don't really find he got weird, but same time, keep it at mature cons. Usually AWA 
or Colossal Con. Does do he got stuff as well as Daku Con in Colorado? All ages cons, even for the 18 plus cons. It shouldn't be bannable. Hell of a friend of our hell, a friend of ours has two of them as shirts. Um, I pro we probably have that same friend, but I don't want to say. But I keep hearing about this Daku Con where it's like more like they don't. It's like it's fine to wear it, you know. I just say, maybe we could come to some sort of an agreement, but you know what's going to happen? After a while, people are going to forget, and then it's just going to be like, whatever. It's just like everything else. As Stupid a... things that become popular that have to be banned because too many people are doing it. Like the... Uh... The stupid horns and yaoi paddles and bullshit like that. Well, oh, the Vuvuzelas? Yeah. Well, don't forget, someone almost ended up paralyzed because of a damn yaoi paddle. Well, that's true, yeah. but you don't have to ban the paddle. You need to ban the people being fucking idiots with them. And you, and that's correct. But to, to the con, the logic is ban the product that caused it and leave it be, you know? Because... If we ban the product, if we don't ban the product, somebody else might do that. As the saying goes, yeah, monkey that, see monkey. It do. makes no sense because I could take my belt off and start beating people with it, but I have enough sense to not do that. Mm. Next thing it's you know, they're going to start banning belts. <laughs> well, it's just like the swords. Okay, so here, I want to buy a sword. Guess what? I can't walk around the convention with it. I have to pick it up after everything is done and over with and bring it either to my car or to the room. Mm -hmm. Do that. There's no reason to outright ban the sale of them. Hey, I, I, I agree. You know, you're... I wholeheartedly agree on that. Is that how I had it? No. I accidentally knocked off, disabled my bookmarks, so now it's like they're sitting somewhere and I just can't fit it. Whatever. Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah. Chalk this up as something that con that convention con convention runners and congos will argue about on and Constantly. On. Yeah. And as Theo X75 says, yes, more beltings. Now, there was this girl at Zenkai a couple of years back. I haven't seen her since, but I thought what she did was awesome. She had a green hoodie that said Ahiga on it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. That's one way to get around shit. Do that. Just walk around with shirts that says Ahiga on it, and that's it. That's You know, if I actually get off my lazy tukus, I might actually make that a shirt. Mm -hmm. Anywho, uh, moving right along. Um, let's see, what do we have here? Um, it's been a while since we've talked about uh, Super Sentai on here. You know, I'm because we all bit of fans about uh, about the show. Um, mm -hmm. the, the, the new series coming up, the 44th series, has been, it will be called Mashin Sentai Kiramager. Uh, the cast has been revealed along with the opening and ending themes. Basically, the plot line behind this is 
jewels and vehicles. The, the Kiramega team is chosen by the, Kir, the Kirama stones, which transform sentient vehicle companions known as Mashins. Using these powers, they fight an army, an evil army bent on robbing people of their hopes and radiance. So they're fighting Trump? <laughs> I, I, I had to throw that in there. I will say the charger they wear, look that they have is cool. It looks like a giant freaking smartwatch, okay? Mm. Oh, they're a uh, henshin device? Yes. It's almost as cool as the, um, the Gokai devices. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, with the ranger keys. Mm-hmm. Right, so we, so for, um, Karama Red uh, is going to be portrayed by Ryo Komiya. Uh, also, and the character name will be, uh, Juru Atsuda. Cool. And his power, and this is based off of a fire engine, okay? Uh, let's see, I'm just going to do it this way. Atomo Mitsuishi, um... He will portray Oshi- Oshikiri Shiguru Kirama Blue. Uh, his his jewel and vehicle is based off of a jet. That's really cool. Uh, yellow is Rui Kihara Imizu Tamitomo Kirama Yellow. His his jewel vehicle will be based off of an excavator. Uh, Mio Kudo um, will portray Uharo Sayu Kirama Pink. She's a healing warrior, which is cool. Heal, please. I need healing. Her jewel vehicle is based after a helicopter. And she does Akito. All right, cool. Yume Shinja will play Kirama Green. Uh, this was themed after our supercar. That's pretty cool. Mako, you got to look at uh, Kirama Green. She kind of looks like uh, the, the actress that played Makoto Kino in PGSM. I will definitely have to look into it. And yeah, then, a little bit. Yeah. Now, now here's the best part. This is the, one of the main reasons why I have got to watch this series. The comedian Daimao Kosaka will be in the show portrait as Hakatam, Hakata, Hakataminami Miru. And Eric, you may not know the name Daimao Kosaka, but his stage name is Pico Tano. Fucking Pico Taro was in this? Yes. <laughs> yes! Oh my god, does that mean it's gonna be a crack a, a crack series? It sounds like it. It might be. Yeah, when, when, okay. When I heard like all the focus and vehicles, I'm thinking, oh good, it's gonna be like Car Ranger. Well the or or um no 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 Car Ranger was alright was was good. But you're talking Yep, yeah, yeah, you know it's a parody. Yeah. But if you want to talk crack series, um, Engine Sentai Go on, Go on, That yeah. was pure crack until like the last five episodes, and you're like, oh, they're being serious. And then oh, you compare it to Power Rangers RPM, and they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And don't forget for another series of crack, which is, my, I know for a fact, Mako's personal favorite, um, Maji Ranger. Yeah, I I end up really, really liking the Crack series. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones I can actually stand watching. Anything that's too serious is boring for me, I guess. Mm, I get but I love the Crack series. I love Maja Ranger. The ones that don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Right. 
So if this one's got Pico Taro in it, I, I'm definitely going to have to watch it because yes. there's no way that this is going to be a serious series. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I, I have, all right. I, I got to, I'm going to have to show y'all a picture of Pico Taro in, in this series. Oh my God. It's just, wow. Okay. If I can just, all right, I'm going to adjust that. Properties. Boom. He definitely looks a, a wee bit cracked out, as you can see. <laughs> he looks like he just threw on whatever shit he had that wasn't dirty and just came out to the studio. S slacker, uh, slacker EXE, you know? <laughs> mm. That's all we need, a fucking slack ranger. Lord. Look, I, I, I'll say this. when, On a side note, WWE Buddy Murphy. Every time I keep hearing that, I keep thinking of Buddy Murphy from um from Decca Ranger. I'm just like, I will not hear the, I will not be able to br break that, that that apart. You know. <laughs> okay. Um. Next up is another Pokemon film in pure CGI. Something we've kind of discussed here and there. Yeah, we talked about this a lot, but now it's on Netflix. Yeah, and I've been seeing some people get kind of a little angsty about it, so. Me personally, so yeah, it's, it's not that it's serious. The, uh, it's a CGI remake of the first Pokemon movie. Yep. You two strikes back. Uh, oop. I forget what's called. Uh, you strikes back evolution. I don't mm -hmm. know why the fucking posted it and load completely. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's a. It opened in Japan, screened at Anime Expo in July, it, and uh, let's see, Akunohiko Yuyama returned from other franchises and someone to direct the to direct the film alongside Motonori Sakakibara from Final Fantasy: Spirits Within and Rudolph the Black Hat. Takeshi Shudo, Pokemon the first movie, was credited as a scriptwriter, although he passed away in 2010. Now the main cast of the anime series, along with Team Rocket, returned for the film. Masachika Ichimura also reprised his role as Mewtwo from the original Pokemon first movie. The late voice actor Unso Ishizuka provided narration for, provided narration for the new film. Now, part of me is just going to think, okay, if you saw the first film way back when, you've already seen this one. Yeah. I, I can just... And, yeah, I understand that the, the, the uh, first season movie got a big bump in first season... And first season, you know, art style and graphics for this, mm -hmm. but I'm just wondering how that's all going to translate to a, a CGI version. Although going by some of the uh, the stills that I'm seeing, like like some of the outfits actually look like you can tell what kind of fabric they are. Well, yeah, that's that's what's really cool. Now, like I'm fairly certain you can see the stitching on the L and Ash's cap. Sure, I mean, why not? Because I, I saw like like promo stuff for like. Like, like switch stuff like Mario, like close-ups of uh, Mario, Luigi's caps, and you yeah. can see like the embroidery, mm -hmm. and yet it shows like Wario and Waluigi's, and you can tell it's like a single like little decal, like like fabric glued onto the cap. Mm-hmm. You know, little touches like that. Now I know a few people on my Facebook were quite annoyed by this. They're like, 
Well, why can't today's generation watch the original movie? That's because only one company has their streaming rights, and that's Amazon. Everybody has Amazon. Don't assume that everybody has Amazon. They can get the DVD. The DVD is out of print. They can go to this website. That's kind of an illegal site, so I really wouldn't. They can get it on VHS. The v the tape has broken down to the point where it sounds like everyone's talking with their heads inside of fishbowls. I still have mine. I had the import version on v fan sub on VHS, but I look at it this way in the same aspect of like of like anime from the '90s that was horribly dubbed and edited and so forth. A new generation will see this and seek out the original. That's all. That's it. I like the fact that this is a they're doing this in CGI. Because I don't think it'll be same shot for shot. It'll, it'll be something that's slightly different. I think that with the CG, they're going to be able to do things a little what better that you couldn't do in original uh, 2D animation. And think of it this way. A whole new generation will get to experience the feeling of getting your heart ripped out of your chest and getting shit all over the empty cavity where it used to be when they watch Ash get turned to stone and die. Uh, Ari, to that I say, when I was five years old, I saw, I witnessed the death of Optimus Prime in Transformers the movie. If oh, I had you and me to, both. Yeah, if I had to suffer, so do everybody else. Oh, yeah, that, that movie was fucking brutal. Yes. And I swear, if I ever meet uh, Frank Welker and uh, Peter Cullen to sign my, uh, my, my copy of Transformers the movie... I swear to God, I will probably t ball like a fucking five-year-old over that. And, and more the aspect that I'm meeting two of my two people that, that was part of my childhood. I'm like, you know, hey. But enough about that. So as Theo X75 says, they will torrent the original version. I can't disagree with that because it just takes somebody to put it up there. And I bet you if you go looking right now, it's already up there for torrenting anyway. So it is what it is. All right, now we're going to talk about Magical Girls here. Um, Mako? Uh, yes. So, <clears throat> I know we've talked about this. Uh, Review Starlight. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really cute anime. Uh, and it is actually coming out in a compilation movie mm -hmm. that will open in Japan on May 29th. The franchise's YouTube channel is streaming a trailer for the film, and the trailer contains footage from the television anime. Uh, the franchise will also have a separate brand new anime film. The staff have not revealed the opening date for that one. So that will be, you know, either a sequel to the film or, you know, just something separate. But a lot of the anime that are out now are tending to do compilation movies. Mm. Um, Madoka ended up doing that for that season and then spun off into movies as an example. Um, so for those of you that don't know what the uh, what Review Starlight is, 
After receiving a mysterious invitation to audition for a coveted spot with Starlight, a popular musical review troupe, starstruck contestants begin honing their talents and competing against each other for a chance of a lifetime. Among the hopefuls are childhood friends Karen and Hikari, who promised each other that they would take the stage together with each contender working tirelessly, tirelessly hard to win. It's the girls passionate dedication to their lifelong dream. That'll truly transform their performances as the curtain rises. Um, this is a magical girl series, Think of it. but yeah. it's more than just that. It's, um, you know, it, it's magical girl meets Utena. love live. Or Utna meets Love Life. Yeah, Utna meets Love Love Life. Um, it's I, I've only seen the first couple of episodes. Um, I just never thought to catch up with it, basically. Same. But it's actually a really decent anime. Um, I liked it a lot from the first couple of episodes that I saw. As do I. It's only twelve episodes, so I'm I'm I think I'm going to go back and just rewatch from the beginning. Um, I did also play the game for a little bit, and it's different from from what I can tell. It's not like the other idle games where you have to do a lot, like a lot of sim stuff. It's more of a straightforward action RPG, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for an idle game where you don't have to play play to the rhythm beats, Review uh, Review Starlight's the one for you. Let's see what else. All right, Ari, don't go in too too hard on this. Meaning, don't stomp don't stomp your foot through the ground. Oh uh, boy. Yep. Well, I'm I'm on the first floor of my complex, so I'm, I'll be punching right through hard solid concrete. But gotcha. Vic Mignona in, maintains innocence on his live stream. So yeah, he had a. 13-minute live stream on Tuesday were directly responded to the uh, to, like, to the accusations by uh, Monica Real and Jamie Marchi that, that led to his failed court case last year. So, yeah, we, it's basically like him, you know, keeps saying that he's innocent, like, and, th- and anyone who claims differently is a liar, so that's great. Sure, buddy. Sure, pal. And, yeah, we've talked about this relentlessly. Yeah. And it, while we did find it funny that he got handed all those L's, mm-hmm. he, he's still uh, he's still a little raw about it. Yeah, he's still full of himself. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So he had to pay out over $223 million in change. Uh, 233000 in change. Yep. And about fifteen grand in sanctions. And... Two hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred in contingent fees, so his tab's up to about half a million. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no one's really buying this at this point anymore, are they? Yeah. Now I will say this, and I see this a lot, and we've all seen this. You're at work and you're talking to your coworkers, and it starts to get a little conversation get a little thick, where you start veering into something political. Excuse me, or religious or something like that. You always got a few people within your work groups that are very religious or very political, which is not a bad thing if they know how to hold it in and 
be very tactful in what they're trying to discuss, as opposed to people who who drink it like Kool Aid and they look at you like, what the fuck, you know? That or you find out that you have some friends that are total stance and you're mm -hmm. just like, oh shit, here like, we go again. Yeah. Like for example, you know, like. I mean, if I was a voice actor and I was kind of religious, I would just do my job and that's it. You might see me with a Bible in my hand or with my stuff. And if anybody asked and I would tell them, you know, this is what I study and so forth. If you're interested, let me know. At that point, you know, something like that. But it wouldn't have any bearing on the job right. you've been paid to do. Right. I wouldn't bring it to that, you know. Yeah. Same thing with well, politics, remember, you know? Oh. Like, if I have, like, a vote for this person, I'm like, well, that's the person I like, you know? And I'm just leaving it at that. It's like when when I, have, when, when I meet new people and I have people come over and hang out, they see all this anime swag and nerd swag, but I don't talk about it. It's like I talk about other things. I'm not one-sided. It's the same way. Yes, you may be political. Yes, you may be religious. But when you step in that door to do a job, check that at the door. Check it. I remember, I forget what kind of was, but there was some, you know, some hellfire kind of preacher, like, like walking oh, around. Oh, that the, was uh, Triad Anime Convention. Yeah, he was, like, denouncing all the people, like, going to the convention, and Vic's the one who, like, walks over and stands up to him acting actually Christian-like, mm -hmm. you know, which was good at the time, but now I look at the video, like, now this video probably features two motherfuckers who need Jesus. Well, true, but the difference is that in that video, Vic was actually doing something good. He was actually defending the fandom and the fans. I will say, what Vic was saying in that video is basically 100% correct. Mm -hmm. Basically, I'm just, this is one of the few times I will give Vic credit. This is one of the few times you can mark it for that. What he talked about, loving your people and showing the lover, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. that's basically what Vic was trying to say. And I will give him that credit. But outside of that, no. And I understand now, given that all of this has come out, nobody wants to give him the credit, you know, for that. And I totally get, and I totally respect that. And I would never argue anybody about that. And then you remember, I interviewed him for the site one yep. time, and the same thing applies. Yes. Two motherfuckers who need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but basically, it's at the point where his he's done. His career is over. Mm -hmm. He's nearly sixty years old, and he's living at home with his mother. I, I mean, I ain't trying to knock, but that's kind of sad. Didn't know he was almost sixty. Dude, he's like fifty-six years old. He doesn't look it. Well, when you got money. Yeah, he claims he hasn't had any work done, but you know that's a lie. Here's the real truth test to show he has had any work done. Next time you see him, just put a lighter under his chin and see if it melts. <laughs> that's horrible. But there, true. There you go. Am I wrong? Are we wrong? Think so, well, Tom. I also know that someone will inevitably come along and play a clip of uh, 
Margaret Hamilton screaming, I'm melting, melting! Follow it, with it going, me too, sister, me too. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, so what's next? Crunchyroll is at it again. We love those people at Crunchyroll when we sign up for this show for you. Anywho, they're going. They're 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 basically sponsoring another anime convention in Texas. Anime Frontier. And by sponsor, we don't mean that they own it, but given it's Anime Frontier from the same people that do Anime NYC, Awesome Con. Rose City Comic Con, and Big Easy Con, I guess you could say it's Crunchyroll Expo South. CES? <laughs> or CXS? I'll allow it. So it's going to be at the Fort Worth Convention Center from May 8th to the 10th. Uh, nine voice actors have been announced. Uh, Aaron Zeck, Amanda Lee, Barbara Dokelman, Lindsay Jones, Kara Eberlo, Max Middleman, Ray Chase, Robbie Damon, and Samantha Ireland. In addition, the company said it will host Japanese pop culture creators, illustrators, directors, and voice actors as well as concerts. The event will also host exhibits, panels, premieres, and guests from publishers including Aniplex, Animate, Crunchyroll, G-Kids, High Dive, Kodansha Comics, Sentai Filmworks, Sunrise, Vertical, and Viz. Tickets are available for, for, at, for at weekend prices of $45. Now, I have a feeling it's, they're going to have at least triple the amount of English voice actors because, remember, Texas is a hub for voice actors. Mm-hmm. Funimation, Sentai Filmworks, just to name two, you know. And if not, you know they're going to be like, well, you're, here, here's an industry badge, here's an industry badge, here's an industry badge. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll be able to hit uh, Frontier this year, but maybe next year. Who knows? I do plan on going out out of state for another con with my young with my sister Holly and my other sister Heather. We are most likely are doing our uh, Demon Slayer. So nice. Yeah, I it's like I said. I won't. I want to do Demon Slayer, but I'll do um, Tanjiro. If Holly is Nezuko, and she's like, let's do it, so. And my other sister, Heather, wants to be Canal, so I'm just like, I think we can do this, so. As long as she's not Shinobu, we're, we're golden. So. Alright, now we move along from talking about anime conventions to... Manga creators, which I think is really awesome. Let's see if we get this thing to skip up. Perfect. Manga creators Moto Haigo, Keiji Nakazawa, nominated for the Iser Hall of Fame. That is awesome. This announcement came out last Friday that the Iser Awards uh, judges have nominated these two manga creators for the Will Eisner Comic Awards Hall of Fame this year. They were these two uh, mangakas. Uh, Hagio and Nakazawa part of a selection of 14 nominees four of whom will be selected by vote to be inducted. That's great. Other nominees is Allison Bechtel which I've heard that name before Howard Cruz, Don Heck, Jeffrey Catherine Jones, 
Francis Moyley, Thomas Nass, Lily Renee Willihem Peters Phillips, Stan Sakai, Louise Simonson, Don and Maggie Thompson, James Warren, and Bill Waterson. Oh my god, Bill Waterson. That's amazing. And I think uh, we, yeah, Calvin and Hobbes fame. <laughs> yeah. And we all know Stan Sakai. I mean, come on. We all know him. And if you don't know, I'll give you two words. Usagi Yojimbo. I might have to pick up the, the original classic TMNT box set just for those crossover episodes. That was Those cool. were good episodes. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. Now, Haigyo is a pioneer of shoujo and shonen eye manga. She had, her works helped establish conventions of these and other fields. She did They Were Eleven, A Drunken Dream, and Another Stories, AA, or in this case, A and A uh, apostrophe, The Heart of Thomas, Otherworld Barbara, and The Poe Clan. That's pretty cool. And she also has another manga called Little Leo, which has a planned English release. Hagio received the Person of Cultural Merit Honor from the Japanese government this past October. She also received a Sahi Prize for 2016, and the Japanese government previously awarded her with the Spring 2012 Medal with Purple Ribbon, which honors academic and artistic achievement. She was the first female mangaka to, to receive the award. That's awesome. Good for her, man. Yep. Nakazawa is the creator of the world-renowned Barefoot Gen manga. Oh, that's pretty deep. And for those of you who don't know, Barefoot Gen is about Hiroshima, the bombing, and the aftermath of that. And also what helped us, also helps is that Nakazawa was born in Hiroshima in 1939. Um, he survived the bombing and, and lost most of his immediate family. Basically, him, his mother, and two brothers were, were, were not at home when it happened, and they survived. But after graduating middle school in 1954, Nakazawa moved to Tokyo and became a published manga creator at the age of 24 in 1963. Last Gas Publishing republished his manga in, Barefoot, in North America, which was Barefoot Gen. The story has been adapted into two animated films and a live-action uh, special in Japan. Unfortunately, Nakazawa passed away in uh, 2012. Creative professionals working in the comics or related industries, publishers, editors, and retailers, which is people who run comic shops and so forth, graphic novel librarians, comic historians, and educators can vote now for four nominees. And these voting will continue until March 13th. The award ceremony will be held at this year's Comic Con uh, at San Diego Comp SDCC. Of course. And that will be from July 23rd to 26th. And we will report here on this show who, who was nominated into the Eisner Hall of Fame. Previous inductees were Osamu Tezuka in, tw- in 2002, Kazuo Koike in 2004, Goseki Kojima in 2004, Katsuhiro Ultimo in 2012, and Rumiko Takahashi in 2018. Last year, Akira Toriyama and Naoki Arasawa were nominated, but not among the four selected. Hopefully for 2021, Akira Toriyama's name will be up there. I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, moving on. Mako? Uh, yes, so... Uh, The 47th Annie Awards were uh, this past week. 
and they did an in memoriam segment that honored the artists that lost their lives at mm-hmm. Kyoto Animation. Um, they, uh, the ceremony displayed names of 35 of the 36 victims um, that occurred during the arson attack. Um, a previ- as previously announced, the awards presented late director Satoshi Khan with the prestigious Windsor McKay Award. And uh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, looks like I'm just going through here. Um, I Lost My Body took the award for Best Indie Feature. Uh, Frozen 2 won for Best Effects for Feature. Um, but uh, and while um, Alita and Pokemon Detective Pikachu were both nominated for Best Character Animation, Avengers Endgame won. Mm. Unruly Heroes won for Best Character Animation in a Video Game. Uh, Masahito Kobayashi was nominated for Best Direction TV Media. Um, but Alonzo Ramirez Ramos won the award for Disney Mickey Mouse. Um, so as you can see, a lot of the stuff uh, for the anime and uh, Japanese video games did not do very well. Um, but yeah, so the any Awards are uh, awards recognizing the outstanding achievement in animation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are interested in, you know, previewing anything like that, just go ahead and look up your any awards but i think it was nice that they did a full um in memoriam for the victims mm-hmm. of uh, kyoto animation i think that's really touching mm-hmm. definitely and now we come down to the last uh news article of the night <clears throat> Let's see. Sorry, I got an itch. An anime voice actor fired for inconsiderate comments, possibly that a woman shouldn't be drinking sake. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Anime voice actor Kaito Ichikawa recently found himself booted from a job, and part of the reason seems to be that he told fans he doesn't like to drink sake. <clears throat> this week, the website for anime multimedia franchise Miki no Mikoto, in which a 26-year-old Ishikawa played... Koshino Kanbei, the celebrated communicable young man, in the uh, picture at the top of the article. Uh, whoop, I will post the article in the chat for all you to look at. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he posted the same and said, Kaito Isho made inconsiderate remarks on a radio program expressing an inappropriate opinion, and according, according with our request, he stepped down from the role. <clears throat> uh, Miki, no... No Mikoto is a project that anthropomorphizes famous brands of real world sake as handsome anime boys. It does what now? Say what? This article is a. This is a journey. I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's an alcohol version of like Azure Lane, you know? Yeah, try, like, try picturing a humanoid version of Natty Light. Ugh. Too many gold chains. 
No, he'd probably roll up in a rusted out pickup truck with like a dozen cans and empty beer cans in the front seat. Oh, good lord. Uh, let's see. The source of trouble seems to be an episode of radio program Ishikawa has with fellow voice actor Yoshi Oshiki Najikama, which he distributed through the Maga Park mobile app. The episode, which really originally released on October 15th, was titled Drinks That Are Dangerous. <laughs> it began with the t host discussing tapioca bubble tea when, and how it's higher in carbohydrates than many people realize. Uh, there are some strange things about the episode. First, when I initially realized it, it promoted Maga Park's official Twitter account saying Saki is dangerous, our current available version of the episode, they never once you know, discussed the indigenous alcohol beverage and the... And the Malka Park tweet has been deleted. Let's see. Uh, Ishikawa said he doesn't drink sake because he wants to limit his carbohydrate intake. Okay. Mm -hmm. He also says sake is high in carbs, so women shouldn't drink it because it'll make you fat. All right, so there you go. There's, there's your smoking gun right there. <sighs> so, yeah. Japan... While some might consider women shouldn't do things to make them fat and an offensive statement to take, Japanese society in general is pretty accepting of the philosophy being slim is better than being heavy set, especially for women, but as men as well. The feathers that would really get ruffled by Ishikawa saying that women shouldn't drink sake, though, would be those that produce a Miki no Mikoto. So it's, you know, it's obvious that Miki no Mikoto is targeting female fans, hoping the same sort of success that Samurai Swords' beautiful boys franchise, Tokuden Ranbu, has achieved. A voice actor, especially in Prey, and one of his principal characters, saying that women shouldn't drink sake, is going to dampen the enthusiasm for the subject material along the target, among the target audience, and could be seen as detrimental to the sales that a character's namesake, Saki, eventually causing Bruce to pull their support of the project. Mm. So there's quite a bit of money involved, along with the uh, trying to regulate what people do and don't do. Yeah. Still, humanoid personifications of sake bottles? Hey, why not? I still say my my rent, my uh, rendition of Natty Light being a guy with a rusted-out pickup truck and wasted off his ass in, like, beer-stained clothes and, like, you know, a shotgun rack on the back of the pickup. You know what I mean? You know, trying to I'm trying to pick think think of a of a drink that would really embody Florida man. Budweiser. That's like the college frat boy who's just drinking on a budget. It's just flavored water. Anywho. <laughs> no, this is flavored water. At least it's good. Yeah, I I I'd have to I'd have to agree with that. What you could, sir. Salud. Yep. Now that we got the news out of the way, it's time for Meanwhile in Japan, where each week Mako-chan grabs three interesting articles that make us question uh, Japanese society or wonder if they if these people who are accused of stuff ever really had a job. I will take the first one. I'll take the second one. Okie dokie then. Well, 
This just looks like torn rags at this point. Looks like we have a brand new virgin killing sweater. And from the way it looks, does it really count as clothing? Hell no. Congratulations. Your virgin killer evolved into virgin murderer. <laughs> oh, God. I, 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 I literally question this. I'm just like, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just. Okay, it's nice and fetishy, but yeah. you can't really wear it out anywhere. Exactly. Sorry about the black bars. It's just a resolution of trying to get everything together so my apologies on that so you know so now you know what it looks like okay so it seems like every three years it seems like there's a new style of shirt or sweater that kind of kills virgins you know supposedly yeah and it's become known as the virgin the clothing has become an interesting sweater known as the virgin killing sweater and we've seen it before it had a, a level of sexiness that was so high it was believed virgins would drop dead from all the stimulation it provided. Well, the first couple of ones, yeah. This, not so much. You gotta wait for the fan art of it to come out. Yeah. Then it'll start racking up a body count. I have a fan of a girl wearing like a blouse and a skirt, and she's wearing the virgin killer sweater on top of it, and it looks really classy. I actually like it. <laughs> This, now as you can see, just like the previous incantation, it's a gray knit top. The older garment was modest in the front with ample openings on the side and the back. As you can see with this one, it's very skimpy no matter how you look at it. And it seems that we have a person, a woman modeling it that goes by name on Twitter, Felice Nyan. And who has also recently started modeling a sexy item from Uniqlo in regards to that. Well now, that's all I have to say. Now, when she wore this virgin killing sweater, interesting reactions such as, this is more than my virgin heart can handle. I have no regrets about how I live my life. At this point, does it still count as clothing? It is, it's really only a sweater in a philosophical sense, I think. You have to picture the uh, adjusting of the glasses on that last one. Yep. But what's interesting is in the back, I don't. I think you can see in the back there. There are two uh, pieces. There's, there's ties in the back to keep it together. I don't know. How, I don't. Not sure how, but you know. But Obviously, this is not a shirt that you would wear out in public. Yeah, you might want to wear so... a nice blouse on underneath this. You know. Well, no, I, it's just, it's not something that you would wear out in public. This is specifically fetish wear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The garment, so, yep, go on. Yeah. The garment is officially called the Slit Ribbon Knit Sweater. And it was created by designer Amami, who is already working on her next concept, a leopard-made outfit. Now, before you say it's guys coming out with this shit, just remember there are women out there who are just as or more perverted than guys. 
Now, if you're interested... Well, if you want this fad to die before it starts, you just put me in one of them. No. I, they, they, there, there was... In the, they had many cons have virgin killer sweater meetups, and there are dudes who show up in them. Well, then. And I say, if a dude, if if you can, if a dude can walk around in that and get props for it, then nobody can hold you down. There is a picture from one of the local area conventions I went to, and there was uh, a guy sensei running around in a gray virgin killer sweater. Might have been the first anime in YC. But if you want to purchase it, you can get it on the website at Harame Shop Harame dot shop for. 3,980 yen, which translates to about 36 bucks. Can you believe that? Alright. Next, please. A Japanese apartment renter gets told that he sucks at rapping and asked by management to shut up. Uh, some people, uh, so this guy on, uh, on Twitter by the name Revitine Fire was one tenant at this one building where, uh, someone's causing an unusual problem. There's a notice that says, to whoever's involved, we have been receiving complaints such as someone has been practicing rapping, but they suck at it and they're noisy. The lyrics are vulgar and disgusting. We ask all residents to be considerate of each other. Okay, you know. It, it's unco- it's not uncommon for rental agreements to specifically prohibit renters from playing musical instruments because noise will likely seep through the walls and be a nuisance to everyone else. Mm-hmm. It is unusual, though, and pretty cold for an openly posted request like this to sit- specifically call out the noisy individual for their lack of talent and even saying that they suck. And like, critical complaint. But if he sucks, doesn't mean he has to practice even more? Sounds like the rapper's going to have to go to karaoke to practice. Mm. Whether you're rapping or playing an instrument, you have to make sure not to bother your neighbors. My theory, the complaint comes from rival rappers who just want to say, Dog, you can't rap. Uh. <laughs> uh. Super hot fire reaction doesn't really work with one guy doing it. No. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, maybe the building manager is going to get pissed and challenge him to a rap battle? <laughs> Fuck. I'd, I'd pay to see that. So if he was good at rapping, there'd be no problem. Uh-huh. So, yeah. but be music with talented... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, being music with talented doesn't get you a pass for this kind of behavior in Japan. The problem gets magnified if your skills are subpar. Music that's poorly performed and loud is a double annoyance and only gets worse if the person is practicing the same part of a song repeatedly since that makes the listening experience not just, unpe- not just unpleasant but repetitive. Mm. So yeah, he also well yeah, just so picture that. He sucks at your rapping or whatever he's playing. He keeps playing it over and over again to do no improvement. And everyone else in the building gets introduced to the definition of insanity. But how loud is this guy rapping? You don't need to be that damn loud. And refer- you can at least put up those like soundproofing panels on your walls exactly. too. Exactly. And to refer back to an earlier topic, uh, Bob Coffee says Calvin and Hobbes is best manga. Yes, 
Yes, it is. Alright. This last one sounds like a plot for an anime. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Um, quitting your job can be hard when your bosses are gangsters. So, basically, um... At some point last year, 28-year-old male manager of a maid cafe in Tokyo's Akihabara neighborhood, where the maid cafe was born, became involved in a romantic relationship with one of the restaurant's most popular maids. However, although the man was the cafe's manager, he wasn't the owner. At some point, he decided he didn't want to work there anymore, so he quit, even though the cafe's owners didn't want him to. And they weren't ha and and they weren't any happier when they found out he'd been dating one of the maids. Mm. But you know it is what it is. Right. Unfortunately, what is uncommon about this is uh, that your boss being a member of the yakuza. Oof. Well, so yeah. You know what shit um, where you eat. Uh, the maid cafe, which media reports have alluded to as being Akihabara's idol cafe, Neo is apparently owned by members of an organized crime syndicate. This sounds suspiciously like an anime. Mm -hmm. uh, the ex-manager says that when some of the owners spotted him outside Tokyo's Nishinipori station last August, they forced him into a car and drove him to a condominium in the city's Edagawa ward, where he was confined for three days. During that time, according to the police, six members of the Yakuza beat the ex-manager, with their methods including hitting him with a hammer, breaking his ribs, and causing other severe injuries. On two separate occasions, the ex-manager's captors took him to the hospital to receive medical treatment for the, uh, for the wounds they'd inflicted on him, and on the third day of the ordeal, he was able to make his escape. So these guys kept taking him to the hospital so he could get better, and then continued to beat the crap out of him. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's called service with a smile, I guess, you know? Yeah, so the six men accused of kidnapping and assault have denied the charges, but have now you been placed why. under... Yeah, uh, they have been arrested by Tokyo Metropolitan Police. You know, this segment is really good at dropping the other shoe. Yeah. Aren't you glad she's on our side? <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yes. Yes, I am. Anyway. Shall we wrap it up? Yes, yes please. I am tired. Asking, ye shall receive. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend and so on and so forth. Because we are independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So we tell you what we like and don't like. We're being straight up about it. So it is, and that's that. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, anime reviews, convention reviews, uh, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, convention photos and convention videos, editorials, and so much more at AnimeJamSession.com Don't forget to follow us on various podcasting sites like iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Player FM, 
and Anchor FM. Thanks to them, we're all over the place, more or less. So there's no easier way to find our podcast and listen and check the show out. And on the Alido sites, you can leave reviews. So if you like us, tap, leave a review. If you don't, still leave a review. We don't know by getting better if you don't tell us what you like and don't like. So don't forget, you can find us on other social media sites such as YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us on YouTube for convention videos. Twitter when we go live on when we go when our show is live. Facebook for convention photos and other cool stuff. So we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari. I gotta find a time to sit down and read this Five Fists of Science because this thing's been burning a hole in my shelf now Ooh. that I think about it. Uh-huh. Last words, Makuchan. I have so much to do before this weekend. Mm. <laughs> my last words, I think I'm going to get in a quick game of Mario Kart before calling it a night. So that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. As Theo X75 says, stay safe and don't get sick. That's it. Good I'll night. try. Oh, God. It's bird flu and swine flu all over again. Let's not, people. All right, we're out of here. Good night, y'all. expression on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing! Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!